Welcome to the Public Health Millennial Career Stories Podcast, episode number one. Most people do well, get good GPAs, so that, that isn't really a, a factor. It's definitely the experiences and the connections that you have that, that definitely bolster your career. This is the Public Health Millennial Career Stories Podcast, where you'll hear about diverse career stories, career strategies, get tips, and learn from others to help you in your public health career journey. If you want to learn about public health, public health careers, or just hear public health stories, stay tuned because you won't want to miss this. So I'd usually start my show off with a quote, but today I'm just going to start off by saying thank you for coming to the show. Subscribe to the channel, whether you're on a podcast platform or on YouTube. Definitely leave a review or comment. Share this with a friend if you find something valuable. And connect with me on LinkedIn, Instagram, and YouTube. Um, my LinkedIn is Omari Richens, and my Instagram is the PH Millennial. So that's T H E P H M I L L E N N I A L um, on Instagram. And that's also my website. Just type that in, thephmillennial.com, and join my newsletter. Thank you for coming. So, just to kick everything off, what does public health mean to me? Public health is working to improve health in all aspects of life. That means giving equitable access to resources and opportunities to communities and individuals. Public health is, is a clean running water going to your taps. It's a seatbelt in your car. It's the frontline workers, biochemists, and epidemiologists on the frontline of the COVID pandemic. Public health is about making every community the healthiest in aspects where they live, where they grow up, the built environment, so sidewalks, streetlights, parks, the food that they have, so that's access to healthy and affordable food, access to transportation, access to insurance and healthcare, access to education, not only higher ed, but vocational education and early childhood education, access to economic opportunities, to financial education, to fair and just maternal and paternal health policies. Public health is a life without discrimination, without biased societal stress, and with societal support that should be right for every person. That's what public health is to me. I know that's a lot, and I definitely scripted that out. I didn't think of that on top of my head, but public health encompasses so many different fields, and I just wanted to really capture that in this first episode in case you don't know what public health is. But it, it is so, so broad, and I'm hopefully going to get a lot of pod, broad Public, public health uh, professionals on this podcast, and I look forward to sharing their stories with you all. So thank you for joining. So you may be asking yourself why I decided to do this podcast. So let me just tell you a brief history. So I started the Public Health Millennial blog in uh, July 2019 when I moved to Wasilla, Alaska um, for my community health fellowship. And then from there, I branched out and started my Instagram page just to try to push people to the blog. Um, and that has really blossomed into a community and I'm definitely developing and learning as I go. And then it's really been great because I've been have people reaching out to me um, from all over the world and USA, Canada, Nepal, Nigeria, all over the world. So it's been really uh, rewarding in that sense. And then lately with the pandemic, I've been reaching out to lots of professionals on LinkedIn and just Zooming with them, just hearing their stories and whatnot. So I was like, why don't I just start a podcast and just hear what people's stories are, share public health stories and 
So that's what I'm doing here. And I'm just hoping that some of those stories resonate with you and people are able to give you helpful tips and insights into their careers and how they navigate the public health field. And uh, so definitely stay tuned and check out the, the other episodes if you're interested in public health careers or just interested in public health in general. So just to give you a little bit of backstory on myself and my public health career. So I am from Trinidad and Tobago. My name is Omari Richens. I'm from Trinidad and Tobago, where I grew up until I was 16. Um, And then my family moved to Oman, which is in the Middle East, where I did my last two years of high school there. And then I came to University of Tampa in Florida to do my undergrad. And uh, I began there as a biology pre-veterinary major. Uh, I eventually switched over to pre-med and I graduated in December of 2016. Um, throughout my undergrad career, I didn't really have much job experience. I had one job at Vector Marketing, which I really disliked, and I, I didn't work for more than, I want to say, two months. And uh, other than that, I, I really pushed and tried to get like different positions at hospitals to really try to forward my career to try to become a physician. And I was very unsuccessful in getting those things done. Um, so that really pushed me to like volunteer. So I used to volunteer at a hospital, which was a very rewarding experience. I enjoyed it. The staff enjoyed me. So um, I really appreciated that experience. And it definitely taught me a lot about how hospitals operate. And, and I worked very intimately with a lot of nurses and stuff like that. So that was cool. Um, so I graduated in December 2016, and I still wanted to go to med school, but my grades from undergrad would not be best. So I didn't. There were two paths that I was looking at, like applying and going straight to med school, or taking a master's program, particularly the Masters of of Medical Sciences program, which is uh, basically a one-year master's program that is a copy of like med school's first year, and it is really to help you boost your I guess your GPA, your competitiveness to get into med school. But it was a really challenging choice. And uh, I decided to pursue that. So I applied to four, four different schools with Masters of Medical Sciences. And uh, all through this, I was um, studying for my MCAT. And I got rejected from three of the four schools. And I didn't hear back from one of them. And at this point in time, I was like, this summertime, I don't want to do nothing for like an entire year. So I was like, okay, I'm in Gainesville, Florida. Let me see what else is out there. What, what can I do with my biology degree? Like what master's program, I guess, can I do? So I came across master's of public health. Never really heard of public health before. Never knew what it was. But then I like kind of looked into it. And I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. I can definitely see myself doing this. So I applied to two Masters of Public Health programs, one at University of Florida and one at um, George Washington University. I got into both of them. And then I was about to leave Florida to go back to Trinidad for vacation. And then I heard back from the last um, Masters of Medical Sciences program to say that I got accepted, but they pushed my my acceptance back from summer term to the fall term and I was about to leave and I was already in Gainesville and this was for um, University of South Florida so in Tampa and I was like if if I have to move back down to Florida that would be a lot of stress I'd have to find a place and then I, w- I just wasn't sure that was what I wanted to do so I decided to just pursue the um, Masters of Public Health at University of Florida so I went to my vacation, I came back, I missed my orientation and all that kind of stuff. And I 
did my master's of public health in um, health health management and policy, and I still I still wanted to go to med school as I entered my master's program, but within I would say the first like two to three weeks just being in my um, intro to U.S. healthcare systems class I learned just how messed up the U.S. healthcare system was the disparities and just how insurance worked and and it really just discouraged me from wanting to pursue a career in a field where I wasn't I wasn't sure that the people that I'm helping are actually being helped and I think that there are lots of root issues there that could be solved before and and the the and let me not get into that today, but yes, so I, I decided that yes, I wanted to stay in my master's of public health and pursue a career in public health so i I definitely just wanted to push on and 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 do that, but I wasn't really sure what careers there were in public health, being that I was new to the field, only figuring about it figuring out about it maybe like a couple of months before I started my master's program so I really put myself out there, and um, one of the biggest experiences for me was definitely going to the American Public Health Association conference my first year in my master's program, because that was uh, such an amazing experience. And since I was the only one of the only um, first year MPHs to go, the school paid for me to go to like one of these student leadership workshop things, which was amazing because I got to meet a bunch of different students and just really learn what public health was. And if you've never been to that conference, I'm not sure if they're going to have it this year or it might be just virtual or half virtual, but it is amazing. There are probably over 15,000 people there. So it's a massive conference, a lot of different public health careers that you don't really think about. And uh, I really, it really, that going to that, that conference really opened up my, my uh, horizons to public health. So Moving forward, I, I I definitely just looked into what I can do with public health. And I was like, I want to make a big impact of, in my career. And and uh, I, I looked in and I, and I really saw that, okay, so there are these things called fellowships. So fellowships are basically something that a lot of um, postgraduate, they're postgraduate fellowships are after your master's program. They're also ones for doctoral programs and for undergrad, but we're talking about postgrad fellowships. So after you, you, you finish your master's program, you go into this fellowship and it's usually um, one to two years and you get this training. And uh, the thing that I liked about the fellowship is that you get like a close mentorship and really get that, that help that you might need to transition from grad school into the working world while also being able to work on a lot of different projects. And a cool thing about it is usually that uh, you get you get to get connected and get a lot of professional development. And what I really like about it is that I get to work on a lot of different things. So I'm never really bored. And and the amount of learning that I've gained in this this eleven months that I've been in my fellowship has been truly amazing. I'll definitely talk a little bit about the process a little bit later, maybe um, maybe now. Okay, let's talk about it now. So. <laughs> So um, I graduated in May 2019. I started looking into jobs probably May or June of 2018. Um, and this is really because I went to Europe and I was like, wow, this is amazing. Like what kind of jobs do they have out in Europe for public health? So I just started looking there. I would just look everywhere in Europe and then I started looking in the US and I really started to look and see what what kind of jobs out there, what kind of skill sets they're looking for, and um, what what kind of career trajectory and what career path I'd like to take. 
and initially it was definitely between a fellowship and if i didn't get into a fellowship i wanted to get into like a project coordinator position however those positions are like they always ask for like three years of experience or something of that sort and you're coming out of your master's program you're not going to have three years of experience unless you you um took a gap gap between your undergrad and masters so that was the biggest struggle for me so that really pushed me to want to do a fellowship so um i applied to health administration fellowships so that's uh fellowships that are in health systems so big big hospitals uh and i applied to four of them i got through interviews with two of them but i never made it to the final round of interviews um, and that happened November of 2018, so the year before I graduated. So that was a real bummer. Um, I was really sad about that, but there's definitely a silver lining because as I as I continued, I had Google search alerts on for public health fellowships in the entire USA. And then one day, this public health community community health fellowship in a little place called Wasilla, Alaska, popped up into my emails and I was like whoa what is this I looked into it um, I realized it was at a, a health foundation I didn't really understand what that was but they were asking for community health needs assessment skills and that is exactly what I did when I was doing my um, internship in in my MPH program I did a lot of community health needs assessments so I, I, I aligned very well for that job and I think having the opportunity to apply for the health administration fellowships and just interview but fail really gave me the confidence in interviewing and feeling comfortable in that sense. So when I did interview for it, uh, I made it onto the second round. But then initially they said that they're gonna, they need someone before I graduated and that wasn't possible for me to do it. So I, I got disqualified from the, the rounds. So I was like, okay, thank you for considering me. I appreciate it, whatnot. And maybe like two weeks later, I heard back saying that they opened it back up because they weren't enough qualified candidates to start when they wanted to start. So thankfully, <laughs> I got to interview and I interviewed with um, the vice president of programs, who's my supervisor right now, and the CEO. It was a, I want to say two round interview. And I got the position, so I was really happy about that. Um, I was able to secure the position in March of 2019, so a few months before I graduated, which was really, it was a, a, a big weight off your chest when you're knowing that, okay, all this work, you've gotten this job, you've secured this job, now you can just finish off your program and, and as best as possible and make those connections and whatnot that you need to do. So I really, I really advocate that you def definitely put yourself out there be proactive look for jobs early on don't don't be late um and just have those google alerts on have those job alerts on to definitely learn where those opportunities are so just to take it back a little bit um one of my best classes in undergrad so i put these down to three classes um the first one is intro to u.s healthcare systems just because it really changed my path and really made me decide that, okay, I didn't want to go into medicine anymore. I wanted to do public health and really focus on uh, population health and improving population's health over treating individuals for diseases and stuff like that. So that was a, a huge thing, uh, class for me and just changing my mindset. Uh, another big one was community-based participatory research. And I know that's a mouthful. And that was with um, 
my preceptor at my internship actually, so Lindsay Redding, and it really taught me about community health needs assessments. So data and analysis, report writing, focus groups, survey development and analysis. So from that class, I really learned those skills. And then I got an internship with Lindsay Redding and I was able to implement those skills. And that really, really helped because it was like a three-step process for me. I learned those, I, I got this class with the skills. I got to implement it in my internship. And then from my internship, I got to get my community health fellowship because they were really focused on someone who's did, done community health needs assessments and that's something that I would advocate anyone to do since they're mandated by the IRS to do it every three years so it's definitely something that is going to be around and and the skills that you learn from doing it are very transferable to a lot of different positions and then my last class is um, comparative healthcare systems and that was where we really looked at all the different healthcare systems around the world and I really enjoyed that because after finishing the MPH we really learned about the U.S. healthcare system and then management in the U.S. healthcare system policy and stuff like that. And really looking to see what other countries did and just how their systems operated because public health, health in, in general, those systems are very complex, very complicated. And they, it's amazing how different countries operate and different countries have done different things. And I definitely think it's, it's something that you could learn from and try to implement something that is similar but relevant to your context. And I think that's what we do in public health anyway. We try to find evidence-based stuff and implement it into different programs to have the best kind of outcome. So, yeah, those were my three classes that I, I, I really enjoyed doing my MPH. Um, so I have a couple of questions here for myself. What was my fellowship experience like? So currently um, I have a couple more weeks in my fellowship and the experience has been amazing. Um, the first month was definitely a challenge. The, the workload and, and just how much stuff that you have to learn about how the organization runs, what your role in the organization is, and all those things were, was definitely a, a uphill challenge, but I definitely learned a lot during that first month. And I've learned a lot. Like even if you're sitting down in a meeting and you're not really um, contributing, I think just sitting down there and taking notes on what you're learning and, and different things, especially when you're moving into a new context in public health, the, the public health issues all change. And that's something that you have to learn. Um, so that, that's one thing when you're thinking about careers, think about location-based, because a lot of places would say preferably someone with knowledge of the location that they're asking for. So that's definitely something to think about uh, as well. So I definitely love my fellowship experience. It's definitely moved from doing a lot of the community health needs assessment, which we completed last year, to, to now I do a lot of like um, program evaluation and I'm doing a lot of research and research and development and uh, uh, I've also gotten to do some grant, grant management, grant review, grant writing kind of stuff, which has been pretty awesome. And I've learned a lot. And it just, it's just great that I've continued to build and learn more skill sets as I go along. So another question I have for myself here is, what's a day in the life of a community health fellow? Um, well, right now, being home from, from COVID-19, it has changed a bit. Um, the most exciting thing is definitely when I, when I had my photo voice project, which I can talk about in some other time, um, that was really great because I got to have those meetings with those community groups and I got to work with such diverse communities in Alaska. I got to work with some, some tribal groups, um, 
some like migrant groups and stuff like that and it was it was just really great to to have those perspectives and be in a room and an organization that's helping people have their voice be heard and just hearing all the great things that those people had to say about what we are doing and I felt just honored to be there and be able to give back so that was definitely my some of one of the biggest highlights for me Um, what's least exciting if I have to like do data data pulling and stuff like that 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 could be kind of Ah, <laughs> but <laughs> that so so the job goes sometimes. Um, so, what public health issue resonates most with me? When I think of public health, I think of it in a in a big sense, so systems way. So, I systems way, and then in the social determinants of health sort of way. So, addressing those root causes, the upstream issues that cause all these issues to really make people have better health and more resilient and really thrive throughout their lifetime is, is something that definitely resonates with me because I think health is something that's impacted by so many different factors and we can't just focus on health as in healthcare because that's a, a, something that's very costly and could be prevented in a lot of ways. So we have to definitely focus on those upstream factors like housing, making sure people have proper jobs, education, food, access to food, access to transportation, all these different things are are so important to having the best life that you could possibly have. So next question, where would you like to see yourself in the future? That is an interesting question. Um, I've been applying to a lot of jobs in foundations. So the foundation I work in is a health foundation, which we do a lot of like granting to the community, giving money to nonprofits and, and different initiatives and sponsorships and workforce development that we do. Um, so I've, I've really been liking the field of philanthropy. And since I haven't really learned about it in my MPH, I think it, the dissection of public health and philanthropy is a very exciting field. And I definitely encourage anyone to reach out and ask me more about it and and if you're interested, I definitely recommend getting interested because I think philanthropy is a field that a lot of public health professionals are going to go into moving forward. Um, so I've been looking into like program officer jobs, evaluation and research officer jobs. So I would either like to get into that or some sort of program management on the nonprofit side. But with COVID-19, nonprofits have taken a real hit and it's been very hard for them. So we'll see what the future has in store for them. So now I'm on, on the Furious Five, which is the five questions I'm going to ask every guest. I know a lot of the other questions I might ask the same guest just because it, it, it is stories on your school life for the most part that we are um, discussing here. But these are my Furious Five that I'm going to ask every guest nonetheless. So... Number one, what advice would you give to a student trying to pursue a career in public health? The advice that I would give someone um, pursuing, wanting to pursue a career in public health is to reach out to someone and, and learn what their job is. There's so many diverse jobs in public health and public health, such a broad field. So really understanding what you want to do so you can take the steps during your undergrad and your master's program to get you where you want to be. I think is, is essential if you want to get get there. But definitely just take those experiences, learn different things, do those internships to definitely build on those skill sets that you think would be important for the jobs moving forward. Number two, if you're talking to someone wanting to get in your position, what advice would you give them? 
Well, if you want to get into my position to a fellowship position, you definitely have to be very proactive, I would say, because a lot of them, um, they are hiring before graduation is, is, comes by. So you have to be actively applying before and actively looking for them. And definitely try to set yourself apart because in, in your master's program, you're graduating with everyone else. Most people do well, get good GPAs. So that, that isn't really a, a factor. It's definitely the experiences and the connections that you have that, that definitely bolster your career and can help you get the position. So I would definitely say just getting those skill sets that you think would, would help you, as I said in the first question. <laughs> but yeah, um, what's something you're working on improving in your life right now? I think I'm trying to improve on being um, more intentional. So that's definitely in my networking. So if, if you've connected with me on LinkedIn recently, you know that I've sent you a message just trying to reach out, say how you're um, making sure that everything's okay and that you can reach out to me if you just want to chat about something or anything like that. And just really putting myself out there. So that's something that I've been trying to improve. And then I've also set some goals of like reading 26 books this year. So really just trying to develop myself and really put time into myself and i've also been focusing on like my mental health so i've been seeing a counselor and just trying to talk through my feelings and everything that's going on so that's definitely been something that i think is uh, i've been trying to improve and i think that's very important especially everything with everything that's going on right now so number four professionally do you recommend anything a book podcast group youtube show um, if you're in the public health field, I recommend checking out the Public Health Gladiators Facebook group. I think there's lots of value there. Lots of people ask some good questions. And uh, it's definitely a, a place to connect with other public health professionals. But I would definitely say my LinkedIn group, so the Public Health Millennials on LinkedIn, is a group that I've created. Definitely have a LinkedIn presence and do that. Number five, where can people connect with you? Uh, firstly, just connect with me on LinkedIn, or you can connect with me on Instagram. That's the PH Millennial, uh, or my website www.thephmillennial.com. Um, definitely subscribe to my newsletter. I try to release a newsletter every Tuesday. Um, so yeah, you can connect with me there, and definitely subscribe to this podcast. Or if you're on YouTube, subscribe on YouTube and. Leave me a review and a comment and like this video and let me know what you think. I definitely want to make these videos great and it's just been me doing this. So any help and support would be appreciated. So thank you so much for coming and tuning into my first episode. I hope it was uh, resourceful and I hope to bring some more value when I get to chat with some other public health professionals in the field. So definitely thank you all for coming here. Have a great day. Wow, well, the end of my first episode. If you stuck around this long, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. I know I probably made a lot of mistakes and this is a learning experience for me. And I just want to thank you all who stuck around till this long. Um, definitely subscribe and review and let me know what you think. Give me some feedback so I can improve this for the next time. This is Omari Richens, the Public Health Millennial, and I am out.